0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. It's a mother-daughter duo. People say they like it when we're on together. Oh, good. I think it's only the people that know us, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rest of them don't say anything. They're like, oh, but them again. <laughs> no, but it's always fun to host with you, Mom. And we tried to get Christine, my sister, up here. Um, but she said no, which is really crazy. Okay, so folks, those of you that know the family, I'm the low-key one. If you can believe that. I am the shy one. I am the introvert. And then my mom and sister are both extroverts and everybody knows them. And you can't walk through Walmart because everybody's talking to them and blah, 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 blah. And they're both nervous to come on the radio. (laughs) Christina's like, no, I don't want
2: to. She had to go to the dentist today. Yeah, likely story.
1: So it's been a great show already. We've talked with Nell O'Leary. Uh, Blessed Is She, new book that has come out. And then Mom talked about a lot of young adult or youth books, uh, book series for the young readers in our lives. And then we just got done talking with Joe Shalanta. He's discerning... um, different orders, which I think is something that we need to talk more about, men discerning orders, not just diocesan priest. Um, And so that was a great conversation. If you've missed any of these, you can always check out our podcasts, wherever you upload your podcasts, or you can check us out on realpresenceradio.com and listen to any of our conversations that we've had this morning. We talked about a lot of authors and books, and we're going to bring up two adult series that mom wanted to talk about too, right? Right, right. And then um, we'll see how much time we have left after that. Because <laughs> mom gets so excited about these books. And anybody that's been into the mustard seed, and they say, Linda, what's a good series? And then you can hear her laughing and yelling in the store because she's, she loves reading and she loves the series. And it's, I, think what's, I think what's fun about these that we're talking about today is they're all fiction right right and there's sometimes in in our lives we need a little bit of that well, it, well and it
2: it um feeds the creative side of you you know because yeah. sometimes um i need all the sides of my brain working and not just one side i need i need to feed all the sides and i love um the Like Lexio Divina, people who um, say they can't do Lexio, I just am always flabbergasted because I have never been to a movie that I didn't figure out which character in the movie I was. Oh, my gosh. And it's usually the man hero is me (laughs) with a sword.
1: She plays Joan of Arc every year for Halloween (laughs) just so she can wear a sword.
2: but I'm always, that's always the character that I am, and I always see it. So when they say they can't do Lexio, I'm just like flabbergasted. I can't imagine that you could read the story and well, you weren't one some of the people in there.
1: Yeah, because our brains, <laughs> our family were very creative and weird, but that's yeah. beside the point. But yeah, some people do struggle yeah, putting they themselves into the story.
2: They, they don't, and I always think, oh man, how boring movies would be if you weren't one of the characters, you know? Yeah. And so I have a great time. Um, Doing Lexio, I think it's very <coughs> fulfilling to what me. What does Lexio Divina mean for those that don't know? Oh, sure. Now she's going to check me out. Oh, well. <laughs> praying, so, praying, with the scriptures, right? And and I love um, that you read it several times and you read it slowly and you um, listen for what words are calling you you know and and like when when Joe was talking about it I I kept wanting to say what we always told all the confirmation kids the saints pick you you don't pick the saint and so the the order order is going to pick you the saint from those orders you know those Powerful, beautiful saints that yeah. that have created orders that are sustained—you know, hundreds of years after they are gone. Um, those saints are going to be calling him well, to the order that he. I was is thinking
1: about that to. too because he's like, you know, I don't know where to find these, and I, there's so many, and they're all over the country, and I don't know how to find them. I'm like, they're going to find. They'll you. find you.
2: They'll find you. That's <laughs> what I kept thinking. Just too. keep
1: praying about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you ready? Who knows what it's going to be? It's
1: going to be out of left field, that's for sure. So I wanted to talk about a couple of adult series that adults could read. All right. um,
2: The Light Series is um, by Jacqueline Brown, and it's a series of books about um, college-age kids that go on a spring break. And while they're there, this flash of light happens and nothing mechanical works in the world anymore from a flashlight to a car to a computer to a telephone nothing works and so um the first book is about the kids um being invited to live with this farm family where they're at in the neighborhood of where they're at they um end up there and how they learn how to live without you know just doing everything back um in the pioneer way um And book number two is the kids who are there want to find out what happened to their families. Mm -hmm. And so then they figure out how to get back to where they are from and find out what happened to their family. And there are five books in the series. Then the next three books are telling you how they are trying to fix what's wrong in the world and how all this happened. And they're... Their, um, adventure and their thrillers and, uh, and they're uh, for adults. Yep. And, uh, Ooh. well, high school and college yeah. and, and, and me, <laughs> the junior <laughs> high boy reader. That's me. <laughs> um, yes, they're for me too. And I thought they were very good. And when I got done with the first one, I just, it was just like, why didn't I bring the other one home? I, uh, well, I'll have to wait till tomorrow. Should I go down and get it? You know, I, <laughs> it's just, it's, you want to know what's going to happen next. And, um, and the um main characters who come to the farm uh kind of like the um the coliseum series they um aren't catholic and the people that they engage with are catholic mm. and so it's coming from the non-catholic point of view how they're seeing things and what they don't understand mm. and what it means and and so it just which I, is valuable because i yes. was
1: i was sitting in church yesterday um because you still had a lot of the families coming to Mass because they're still visiting grandma and grandpa or mom and yeah, dad or yeah. whatever. And there were a lot of families like taking up the whole pew, right? You know, because they uh, were still in town and a lot of them weren't kneeling or whatever, which is fine, but they still came because mom wanted yeah. it or whatever. And I was just like contemplating during Mass what was going through some of their minds when they're looking at us and the ritual we're doing and the prayers we're doing and wondering what they thought. So that's kind of interesting in this book, they take you to a different perspective, which I think is always really important. Right. And it, and it, it, um,
2: I, it always just makes you so, um, excited about being the Catholic part of the book that you understand, (laughs) you know, the part that is confusing and complicated and they don't get it. And, and, um, and then as they're asking the questions and trying to figure out what's going on and, and hearing from the, um, the Catholic characters in the story, you're always just saying, oh, what a great answer. Oh, that was so good. Why didn't they say this? You know. And so, I of course, I'm always in the book trying to help them figure it out. And so, so um, I really, really enjoy the books and, and then how the people you know, in all good stories they all become Catholic, you know. If you're gonna write if you're gonna write a good Catholic story you have to get all the non Catholics to to uh join us. But um and who is that series written by? Jacqueline, Jacqueline Brown. And okay and I, I just found it a very fun um, series to read and and uh and I was just very happy that there were so many books. And and I'm terrible. I there are very few series except the um that one that I, like, The Phantom of the Colosseum. that I read the first book when the first book came out and had to wait for the second one. It's, um, I very rarely do that. So this series of light, <laughs> all the books were out when I started reading nice. it. So it was just really fun for me to be able to nice. just read them all. But it's, um, it's interesting to do that. We have an adult series that's a lot like the... Um, phantom of the Colosseum. it's written during the same time period and when i was reading the phantom of the coliseum i kept thinking well that's not right and then i realized that it was um deacon radio had had told me that i should be reading this book um, the series and it's a a series in the same time period and um there are three books um juna is the first one and then Marcus is the second one, and there's three books in this series, and it's during the same time period, and the same thing happens: um, non Christians get involved with Christians in mm. in the um, in the series, and uh, sending people off to the Colosseum, and so like and all 100 that kind
1: of, AD time right, period, right? Right,
2: and it's written from a non Christian, really ad, interesting. Yep, yep, and they um, they all. All the main characters start out as being not um, Christians, and then there's, you know, only Christians and and non-Christians. And what's that series called? Um, I can't remember what, but it's, um, this is
1: the name, Junia is the first one, and Marcus is the second one. Depicting the Lives of the Early Christians in Rome. Right. By Michael Edward Geisler, G I E. S L E R. Interesting.
2: Yeah, and they're they're very good, and they're written. You would swear that it was the same author as that wrote the Coliseum book. There's so many things the same. The beauty of this series is the footnotes. So if it tells you something, um, a word or a place, it has a footnote that explains it to you. Look at that. And so, so you can, you know, you. So it's it's, based on some. Yeah. So they give you they give you the true facts of that time period. What that item means or what the person means or whatever and so that's the beauty of those books because you really get an education while you're reading the the um, The fictional depiction of the time period so i love i love those books yeah very
1: good well we're going to take a quick break mom when we come back should we talk about new year's
0: resolutions oh bummer
1: (laughs) good good okay we will All all right more real presence live folks right after this
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in Sacred Scripture. He has asked 183, of which He only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken, every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central, here on Real Presence Radio Network.
4: We need to hear from our spiritual side. We are spiritual beings. We are not secular beings trying to be spiritual or gain a spirituality. We are His, and we are spiritual beings trying to learn how to live in a secular world every, every way we can. Uh, something that happened to us uh, 20 years ago, our home was destroyed. We were homeless for a while. And the bottom line is everything came together. We had a huge debt when we got all finished. Four years ago, we were able to pay off all of that debt. God not only provided a means, but a plan uh, of which to do that. It's it's really amazing when you believe and try to act accordingly how the, the whole thing can work out.
1: And welcome back, I'm Heather Carroll And I'm Linda Baldwin And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live We're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls It's been a fun show for me to do this morning with my mom Yay! My West River mom. (laughs) But we've been talking a lot about books. So if you've missed any of these great book series, I've got a lot of reading to do. Um, Just check out our podcast or check it out on realpresenceradio.com. We'll have the podcast loaded up later today. So a little bit. We had a conversation at home. If people don't know, Mom and I live together. Um, And we had a brief conversation about... Uh, Advent and then leading into New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I. Yeah, I know it. I
2: know it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a DRE forever, and you always, you know, get all this great material all organized and all these good ideas for everybody to do for Advent, and you're so excited and you get well, it all it's the
1: same thing with the store. <laughs> yes, you we have it. We have all these Advent and all these, ca- you know, candles, yeah. and we have all this stuff going on, and then books, great books by everybody from
2: Bishop Barron, you know, yeah. all over the place. and then, yeah. at,
1: you know, with Real Presence Live, I'm planning these shows, helping people to get prepared you know, having great guests on, I hope, to help you prepare during Advent and whatever. And then at night, Mom and I, we have like almost a e- daily routine. Yeah. With daily routine, Mom will come into my room and we'll sit and talk for 10 minutes to two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our decompression from the day because she runs a Catholic bookstore and I'm the programming director for a radio station. So our lives are busy. Yeah. But we do all this preparation and then we,
2: we realized we never even set up our advent wreath, you know. During COVID we were so good and I it was know. and it was it, it it's sad to say, but we had when we did mass at home, every Sunday we would bring home something else to make our altar. <laughs> we have this big buffet under the the tv and so we had the beautiful place for all these great candles and we did we did candles beautifully and we had the great statue um of a crucifix on a on yeah. kind of like a little stand thing it was just gorgeous and all these things and every week we got more we even had incense and we have holy What's water the little incense thing yeah. we have yeah i don't the incense burner and we've it was tiny and it was perfect yeah it was just so fun and so we could really we could have incense for christmas oh my gosh and new years and it was we had wonderful holy water yeah and and Celia was there, and she was the altar server, so she had to get the candles ready. And we had six candles, and we were... Oh, and we had seven, really, so we pretended the bishop was always there. And he was, because we always watched the bishop on TV. So we did the sixth candle, and the seventh was our big... His his essence with a wood wick, and so... It smelled like church. Yeah, it was wonderful. And now here we are, and we did not (laughs) even Back at work. We didn't even put out our... Our Advent wreath, and so you just feel like you flunked Advent in so many ways. I am just very very um loyal to my um magnificat mm-hmm. and so i never i never miss like I know um the liturgical year and they give you such beautiful things to read, and they always have extra things so i i didn't i um I didn't not prepare for for Christmas. I totally did, and and I I really do um, enjoy uh, my Magnificat, and I love how they make it just so easy. You just sit in your chair with your blankie and you can you just can can read everything, and you have, and you the have to do it reading. just that way. I do, I in do. In your chair with your blankie. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have candles in my
1: room and everything. So, but um, but like you, like our living room. Okay, so folks, we're behind the scenes, our living room, Celia set up the Christmas tree, and half the lights are working, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we decorated for Christmas. That is it. That's and I, really sad. The part that really got me excited is when I found these little clips where I could hang our all the Christmas greetings we got from family and friends, on, and I put them literally on the Christmas tree, because that's the only decorations we have on the tree. <laughs> but it's like, also, we get to see everybody's faces and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We didn't have an Advent wreath. We no. didn't have candles. We didn't you know. So now they want us to do New Year's resolution. <laughs> I know We flunked, we flunked Advent, now we have to go on and flunk the whole
2: year. Oh, yeah. Come on. But so I, I think um it's kind of like Lent when you're when you're trying to decide what something special you're gonna do for Lent. You have to be realistic about what what can you really do. And I and so I think we all need to just really pray hard. Now this new year coming up, how did I think you have to look at the last year and say, mm. okay, what did I like about my life this last year? And what do I need to be different? You know. Mm. And I and I think um finding the time to set up our Advent wreath is is huge. So what am I gonna cut out? Uh my favorite saying from from years and years is, what does the devil have you busy doing that's good to keep you from doing what God wants you to do that is great? And so... I love that saying. So I need to get rid of some of the... So say it again. What does the devil have you busy doing that's good to keep you from doing what God wants you to do that is great? And so Mm -hmm. some of the good stuff I'm doing has to go. So So we can do something great. Yeah, so that I don't have to get to... to, um, the day after Christmas, and say, "Hmm, hmm. <laughs> Advent's over, and you didn't even know it was here." And
1: uh, you sold how many boxes of Advent <laughs> candles and Advent wreaths? Yeah, and yeah, and
2: we didn't and you even, didn't even light one. Yeah, yeah. We we had our windows lit. We write we. Uh, Frame our, our windows at the store in purple, purple, pink, purple, and we light. We plug in the lights. It's wonderful. It's thank you God for it's all the great stores that sell all these crazy things. <laughs> so uh, every night, if you go by after five o'clock when it's pitch black out, you can see our Advent window. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and, and I think great. too, you know, that in our own way, our lives don't look a lot like everybody else's lives. Um, God has called us to do different things for Him. And so maybe, you know, our Advent wreath is the lights in the window, yeah, you know? Yeah. Maybe our lives just look a little bit different because we've been called to do something different. So yeah. we don't have to look like everybody else. No. I think that's the important part here. Uh, I yeah. I don't look like <laughs> was never a concern (laughs) so well i'm glad you co-hosted with me today mom it's always fun to have you on thank you thank you but let's head up to eli we have another great show from another fantastic place tomorrow eli why don't you tell us what's going on
3: hey thanks Heather. great show today got another good one coming up tomorrow morning 9 to 11 a.m central here on the real presence radio network that's hosted by amy julian and karen gibbs Coming to you for the Mustard Seed in Rapid City.
1: Woohoo! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just going to be a Mustard Seed week. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> They'll be talking with Camille Pauley about a uh, workshop coming up next month in that area that you won't want to miss. Plus, we'll another special guest. We'll talk about the World Youth Alliance. you want to tune in for that. And a bit of news uh, for the Fargo Diocese and surrounding area. The Collar Classic that was scheduled for tonight. Uh, has been cancelled. So, um, no word if they're postponing it or what. As as far as we know right now, it's it's been cancelled for this year. Uh, and that's because it's been basically snowmageddon up here. And we've had... Snowmageddon. <laughs> I don't know, I would estimate six, seven inches or so in Fargo. And uh, then another up to three today. And another up to four tomorrow. So, um, yeah. Instead of Caller Classic tonight, you'll just get to go out and shovel. So... <laughs> <laughs> but if you are missing the Color Classic, you could always go to our website, realpresenceradio.com, or our app, and listen to the 2019 Color Classic to get your dose of Color Classic in there. There you so, go. find that under special events or audio highlights, depending on where you're looking.
1: Awesome. Back Thanks, you. Eli. Well, and I also want to encourage people, um, if you were planning to go to the Collar Classic or listen to it tonight for the Fargo Diocese, it is a fundraiser for the, vo- the vocations department. And so this will be the second year it's been canceled. Last year, obviously, due to COVID, and this year due to weather. So if you were planning on making a donation to the vocations department, I would highly recommend calling up or going online, figuring out how to still donate to the vocations department in Fargo. So um, just a little side note that some of these areas are probably struggling now, now that their big events have been canceled. So no colored classic tonight, either on Real Presence Radio or in person, live, whatever. So, and the other thing you'll want to tune in tomorrow because 9 a.m. Camille Polly, she's also going to be talking about healing the culture. Um, you know, Father Robert Spitzer. They're moving production, everything, everything to Rapid City, South Dakota. <gasps> And I just am floored. So, Camille is heading up the charge of moving Father Robert Spitzer's world (laughs) to Rapid City, South Dakota. So, tune in tomorrow morning. That's going to be a really interesting conversation at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. So, thank you, Mom, for joining me. It's been a great morning. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. And we'll uh, check back with you more tomorrow, Real Presence Live.